What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, where we help you bulletproof your mind and body through health, fitness, and general chit-chat. So today we talked about bulking, cutting, maintenance calories, calorie deficit, that fucking buzzword that you always hear. So what is it? Well, you'll find out in this episode, so we hope you guys enjoy. So right now, are you maintaining, cutting or bulking yourself? What are you, what, what are you doing at the moment? You can fucking tell. You're definitely cutting, definitely cutting. <laughs> no, um, so what do you mean uh, with nutrition, calories mm -hmm. and stuff? With your calories, yeah. I'm actually just, I, went to, I don't like the word winging it. I know I'm, I've got a set amount of meals. I know roughly what calories I'm, but I could be off. Maybe a couple of five, a couple of five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Just two thousand, a thousand, two thousand. No, so this is a beauty. I, I eat the same meals on a regular basis, but things like. I went and bought a wrap at the, the shop today. That's a very few and far between just now. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm, I'm consuming a bit of my maintenance calories because my weight, I'll, I'll weigh myself every now and then. Um, the main focus for me just now, I'm actually focusing more on the training side and just try to keep my maintenance the same to see how my body responds. Because as we said before, um, I wasn't really in a routine up until Croatia. So I'm still, what, six? I think this is a six week back and I've been fairly consistent with at least three full body sessions a week. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe, no sorry, two full bodies and I've done a push, a pull or a, some sort of split variation if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, so calorie wise, yeah, I, I would probably say I'm falling into the, we call it maintenance. Mm -hmm. And when we refer to maintenance here, for anyone that doesn't know, maintenance is calories that you can consume on a, any given day and you won't gain weight and you won't lose weight. Now, do not do not get this mixed up with if you do this for one day and you do an over your maintenance the next day that you're instantly gaining weight because it doesn't work like that however if you add up a week or two weeks or the month and divide it by a certain number and you've consumed 2500 calories let's say and you've not gained weight or lost weight that month then that's 2500 is your maintenance Aye, 2500 would be, would be your maintenance and this is where um i'll, I'll ask you in a session we'll go into what you're doing but this is where everybody should have an indication of where their maintenance is roughly at. I think that's a good starting point when you're trying to tackle your nutrition side of your journey, mm -hmm. not the workout. The workout is, as we said before, sometimes you don't necessarily need to tap into the nutrition to begin with because it can be a bit overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But I would say it's a good, good starting basis to work out. Um, 100%, 100%. Because everybody's hormones are different. Everybody's metabolism is slightly different. Lifestyle. Everybody's activity, exactly. Every, like for me, my maintenance is probably... About three thousand five hundred, maybe, maybe even four k, because I'm well, I'm, I'm eating four k now. I'm <laughs> not getting fatter, Aye. and that's been about four or five weeks, and I'm genuinely not even putting in, on any body fat. I'm training about three times per week. I just move, and my head goes two hundred miles an hour all the time. So I guess the classes won't help with that because you're doing like spin and there'll be. I'm only doing three spin classes a week at the moment, which I wouldn't say is a lot. That's a hundred and. 90 minutes, oh. <laughs> 180 minutes, no, Jesus it's 90, 90 minutes, 90 minutes, a <laughs> uh, high intensity cardio week, I wouldn't say that's that much, that's not going to burn a, lot, a, a high amount of calories. So when I was doing classes, i done two a week and mm -hmm. it kind of leaned me out. As it does, it gone. does. I think it's, it's extra movement, isn't it? It's, 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 it's high, it's high energy movement as well. So, so you're, what's your goals just now? Are you trying to cut weight? Gain weight, add muscle. As we spoke about in our podcast, I'm going away this weekend, so I'm not really giving a fuck too much. Aye, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm going to Holland for a rave. Party time. Party time, party time. <laughs> is this the rave that's like hardstyle mm -hmm. music? Or yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. Is it? 
Scatiness, scatiness, mate. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm more excited. I'm, I'm, I wasn't. I've not no getting ready, so the stress is high this week. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's so much fucking going on, and I was like, uh, I was talking to my girlfriend all week, like getting ready. I was like, nah. She's like, oh, fuck, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I was like, I'll be all right. And then I woke up a day like that. Oh no! How shit is that? Sometimes, because sometimes nothing. It won't even cross my mind that you should be stressed for these types of things. And then somebody, like you said, um, somebody that's close to you just goes, "I can't believe you can do that." Oh, I'd be stressed in my box. You're like, oh, you're for, "Nah, I'm different. I'm not like that." And that then you, you think about it, you're like, "Should I be stressed?" And then you go, <laughs> "Oh my god, now I'm stressed. Nah, oh my I'm god, fucked. <laughs> I've got fucking none." <laughs> but aye, so just cruising and maintenance. What's the plan when you come back? So what's the plan when I come back? I'll probably. Write a four day split for myself. Right. I'll probably do an upper lower full body and I'll probably do like one Focus my other day, day, like power day, Aye. power mobility day. Because mm-hmm. uh, the other oh, day yeah. I did sleds, but I'd done them low weight and I'd done them, I was going as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And you I know what? I just like I, lo- I love it. You know, I'm, I, I was reading something about being powerful the other day mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck man, I love that because I love jumping. I do, I get a lot of my clients who, are into that who, who who don't mind the uncomfortability of jumping in a gym and learning jumping in a gym if, if I can get people doing that I'll let them let me jump because see, your coordination increases so vastly when you can jump and land with your feet together yeah, like it's, it's so it's so like it sounds so fucking obvious yeah. but if you can do a powerful jump and land with your feet your coordination just is that so you can jump the highest at the rave as well? Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. <laughs> I'll send you a video. I love jumping at raves. It's so high because, like, so the, when the tune's about to kick in, you jump as high as you can, you fist pump there. There is no better feeling than seeing you can jump so fucking high. Like, it's a simple thing in life. Like, no, no, I, I just Andy, love to jump. Uh, Andy was talking because he, he loved the raves uh, right. back in the days where he says you can actually take his socks off and wring them with sweat because <laughs> of how fucking sweaty he was. going constantly. But no, explosive and jumping with, and we're actually going to do that with Andy because he's going snowboarding in January. Mm-hmm. So, talk about coordination, performance. Some of the best things you can do is those explosive movements. I'm going to say the joke I said again because you never heard it. <laughs> I hate repeating jokes, but I said, ah, you had 15 kilos on that slide, didn't you? And pushing it heavy. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought you said heavy, and I just heard heavy, and I was like, no, it wasn't that heavy, it was only harder. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> no, but no, the, I, I love the power focus days and that. But um, yeah, so today's episode, we wanted to actually touch on what is bulking, bulking, cutting, maintenance, what is all this? These are all fitness terms. And for the average person, I actually remember um, down when I was living in England and I was talking about like oh I'm cutting I was cutting for my show and then I said it round the table of managers in one of our meetings and they were all like what's cutting and I was like what do you mean you don't know what cutting is like, I'm getting fucking shredded aye, like, aye. what's shredded aye. like it's such aye. a I just assumed that was, I thought it was a term everybody knew but so let's talk about bulking first of all mm-hmm. so it's like before we even touch on that back to maintenance calories then so Understanding your maintenance calories, as we said, that's that's the starting point. So let's get on to why that's the starting point for you to either add weight, which is bulking, or cut weight, which is cutting. You need to know your maintenance. You would need to know that maintenance number. Mm-hmm. So if we go back to the example of two thousand five hundred, for you your body to lose weight, this is where the calorie deficit term comes from. You need to be in that calorie deficit to cut weight, and that would be either reducing that two thousand five hundred number calories so um what's your strategy then with clients or how do you work out your maintenance because i know there's a few ways to do it so how i work out my maintenance is simply just to get them to track weigh yourself did you lose did you gain right your maintenance is that how long do you do it for uh, i would just do it for the first month mm-hmm. uh, you can do it over two weeks i would say 
But I just get them to do it for the first month because I like to get them into the, the stylish, like, understanding tracking as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, there's not just one goal. It's one of the goals is learn how to track. One of the goals is learn the maintenance. And oh. obviously this is, the, this is the main problem. If there's anybody out there who's going to go to a personal trainer, if they ask you to track, fucking track or don't go with them. <laughs> is that brutal you are? No, but no, oh, I'm, not, I'm not actually that brutal with my clients, but I think it, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're not going to track and you've got to come with me, what's the point because I, I explain to everybody look I get you to track and if if like if that's not for you then right. you're probably you're probably not going to achieve the, the goals with me as well as you could I became too much a softie with this because it's maybe something I need to be more, more strict with but I used to when I was first taking on my first couple of clients some of the kind of mentorship that I went through was all about before you take on a client um, or this is this is basically how the guy communicates so before I take on a client I need to know where my client's maintenance calories are so before we even kick a ball I'm saying to them okay we're going to start in two weeks time and I need you to track because I need to understand where your, ca- where your maintenance is mm-hmm. I wait at the start and I wait at the end mm-hmm. so I've got a good indication of that and I remember taking that approach and then I was like obviously needed to make money I was like Hey, I fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck wait in two weeks before that because I've now obviously learned that tracking for most people is 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 probably the hardest thing I would mm. say when it comes to the health and fitness kick. Some people are fucking great at it. Some people love it, love others, it. Others, um, it's not for them, and no. that's why. So if if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the previous episode, we done an episode on, on ways that you can create this calorie deficit, create this cut element without tracking your calories. So I think it's always trying to get over to people. Look, I'm not getting you to track to give you a row for you eating this or that. I need to see what you're eating and then to understand for your maintenance. And I, I, explaining that to some people is. It's not, I'm not saying it's difficult, but it's it's, hard it's time consuming. It is hard, it's, yeah. it's actually a lot more time consuming than you think. So, like, and I, I always say to people, look, I get people to track, and then they're like, yeah, 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 and then they don't track. I'm like, look, the whole, so I had somebody in two months, in here, they're like, where am I going to start losing weight? I'm like, you've not tracked. But I'm like, you, it's soft, because if you're really hard with people, yeah, they, take, they probably take that worse. Do you know what I mean? And the reason I'm a wee bit softer with it is because I don't want to push them away through health and fitness now because I know the power of them just working out 100% I'm the same but, um, I take a similar approach with yourself with the tracking so for anyone listening you never hit exact calories every day no. um, sometimes you have 171 grams of protein sometimes 171 grams of chicken sometimes you have 160 so on a daily basis for maintenance that I love what James said about tracking for a month just to get an understanding because you're going to have days where you're dialed in and then shit hits the fan is a shit day at work or fucking shitty arguments with friends family whatever it is and you go fuck tracking today and you just eat what you eat so you're not if you're not dialed in every single day there's still ways around it so that i, I usually do the two-week period but actually like the month approach because mm-hmm. you can add up say you track 17 days of that month and out of the 30 31 days say and you would add all those calories up and then divide it by the 31 and that would give you your number. Now, if you track 17 days, you add the 17 days of calories up, divided by 17, and whatever that number gives, we we can make a very strong bet that that's your maintenance yeah, calories. Yeah. And we can say, right, that is now your calorie goal moving forward. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're sticking to that calorie goal and you see weight going down on the scales, it's we've not got the right maintenance number. That mm-hmm. is still a calorie deficit. So it needs that's, to be That's, that's another thing to explain to people. Like, if you get that number and you start eating it and you gain weight, then it wasn't the right maintenance it accurate, because it's yeah. not always 100% accurate. Yeah. And that's hard for some people to understand as well. Look, I thought you told me that this way worked and it doesn't. No, uh, it's not 100% accurate because your fucking body's fucking... Uh, it does shit that you just don't understand sometimes. Uh, and so, well, the thing is, well, like, 
it's very rare that I get a client that goes because I do 14 days and it's very rare I get 14 out of 14 days tracked there's only mm. I could probably count in one hand of the amount of clients who have done that and when I divide that number by 14 I'm getting like 2100 2200 so that's been their maintenance to, to then hold that for a week to see how they react mm -hmm. and then we can make a decision from there mm -hmm. so what's the what's the thought process with you so how do you how do you know whether to put somebody most people come to you to cut weight mm -hmm. what's your strategy when you get that maintenance number what's my strategy once i get that maintenance number well i would depending on how uh overweight they are i would either if they're really overweight a thousand calories you can cut it a thousand a thousand and if they are i mean at the 25 percent you're looking at 500 and you I'm, I'm explaining to them how you're going to lose a pound a week if you hit that every day if you don't hit that every day you're up you're a day back okay but that's okay as long as you're okay with that mm -hmm. do you know what i mean as long as you understand that what i do say like most most of my clients i say look it's going to be 48 weeks of being in a deficit and then we're going to stop so i say is this the right time for you to do this yes and they go, right, I'm not getting on, let's do it. Mm -hmm. uh, if they understand that they've got things in between, then I'm going to say you're not going to lose much weight. But when you're in a calorie deficit, you're not going to feel as good, you're not going to feel as energised. If you are a large, larger individual, you'll feel more energised than the person who has less body fat yeah. because that fat is used as energy. And that's how they lose fat so quickly at the start. Mm -hmm. And then that's how it slows down as you get, as you go, yeah. even if they're eating the same calories. Mm -hmm. So I, I, take a, I take a different approach. Um... I do hear you talk about that. There's some things like I'm like, I, I, I've never really thought about that. But my approach usually for most people, I've had a lot of people come to me and when we work out their maintenance, their maintenance is 1,300, 1,200, 1,000. I've actually had a girl that I got was 1,000 calories. I've been working with her since January, February time. So my process... Or my well, her maintenance was 1,000 calories? Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm not even kidding mate, just a small girl, small girl, so I, I'm telling you, to, through the tracking process, through the tracking of mm. 10 days... I, I think there's something fishy going on there. But she, but she wasn't overweight, she was skinny though, as well. She was like, sticked in. Right. So this is the thing as well, I think everyone thinks that someone coming to a personal trainer is always to lose weight. Mm -hmm. well, it's not necessarily the case. Now, could you make an argument that I can guarantee... Like, I, would make, I would make the argument in that, that I wouldn't say that she, her maintenance was... That's that's a difficult one. I would reverse diet before I even got the maintenance before that point. Well, this is this is what I mean. So you've you can't reverse diet if you don't know what your maintenance is. But you can just put them on one thousand two hundred, one thousand four hundred, one thousand six hundred. I think that's I maybe missing the point. So I'm not I'm not put her on one thousand maintenance. We've worked out. So she came to me and then was like, right, okay, we're gonna we're gonna look where you are. Let's see what types of food. Because she's like, oh, I'm eating this and I'm eating that. I think I'm getting my protein. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, right. There's no number, just eat how you normally eat. Mm. I'm not interested in no good foods, bad foods. I'm just interested in what's in your diet just now. For the next two weeks, track that. Alongside that, we're going to start to strength train. We're mm -hmm. going to send a loud signal to your body that says we want to build. So mm -hmm. heavy, depending on the mechanics of the person, getting them doing a, a strength phase, I call it. Now, strength phase looks different from person to person. So once we got to the end of that two-week cycle, dividing that number, it came out about the 1100 mark. Right. right, so it was about that mark. So I'm like, right, okay. Number one is this accurately tracked to what she said. Yes, okay. Name, name, reason to say no. And I'm like, right, cool. So then I explained to her that if we cut from where we are just now to lean you out because she wants to be toned, all these words, then you have nowhere to go. You can't mm -hmm. cut from that. You can't have a bowl of bowl of soup and a bit of bread. Like, mm -hmm. That that kind of eats up your calories. So we're going to slowly increase your calories here and see how your body reacks. Thirteen hundred. 
1,700 and slowly got her up to, which I think the other week there, 2,100 is where we're going to push her to. Mm-hmm. And when we, when the, basically the signal I'm looking for is when she comes back, she said, this is too much food. I've really tried. I can't do this. Cool. Let's now go back down. Because in that process over the, as I said, this isn't just an eight week turnaround. This is since January, middle of January that I've taken this girl on for. So we've been building process, building process, building muscle through that time, mm-hmm. building strength, and now we're in a position where we can cut her calories at 1,700, and she'll now be in a calorie deficit, because her body is used okay, to... Okay, I do the exact same thing. Uh, I just, like, when you said maintenance at 1,000, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even call it that. You get me? Most if you people, get what I'm trying to say. Mo- uh, if you no, get what I'm trying to say. It, so you've reversed her up to her actual maintenance. But it's her maintenance. So I know, people, I know, no, I get you. I do, I do understand what you're saying. I just don't like calling it that, the maintenance. I know what you mean. It is what it is, isn't it? No, 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 I get you, I get you. So, and this was was a big eye-opener for me, because she was, like, one of the first clients ever taken. Next guy, next person. Mm. I was like, how much are you eating? That's how a lot of my clients are. 100, 1,200. What the fuck? So, anyone listening, when you go to work out that maintenance number, if you're going to take this on your own, and you're trying to go, right, I want to tone up, I want to lean out, I want to to lose weight, and that number comes out for you, I would say if that number comes out for you below 1,500, and you are looking to lose weight, it's too low. And the reason I say it's too low is because if you cut weight, so you say you take an, you take a more an aggressive approach, approach than what I would do with most people, I normally cut 200, I'd be a wee bit more reserved on the way down. There's no right, and this is the beauty of this, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong, because absolutely agreeing can get on board with every point that you said, well, uh-huh. I'll just get a different approach, and mm-hmm. I would apply some of that approach to other clients. But say you're on 1500, and you cut 200 calories, so you then drop down to 1300 because you went, Dale and James said that I'm in my maintenance number is 15 and I'm going to cut weight at 1200 mm-hmm. or 1300. So you cut that, you see the scale go down, brilliant. So that that lasts three, four, five, depending on the person, six weeks, maybe a wee bit longer, and then the, the, the scale then halts. The reason that halts is because your body is then adapted to those calories that you've been consuming. So guess what? That's your new maintenance weight because your body, technically speaking, is now adapted. That depend. This is if your strength, like if your strength training and stuff like that, it's a wee bit different. But and if you're not doing cardio, there's so so much that's complex to this. But then you're at thirteen hundred. The decision that you have to make then is you need to cut again if you're going on that health kit. So the moral of the story here is fifteen hundred calories isn't a weight to cut from. Fifteen hundred mm-hmm. calories should be your cutting weight. For I think the people. one thing that I would say about this one thousand maintenance. If they were genuinely one thousand maintenance, they would be anorexic. No, really, I don't think so. I think uh, th- I, I think that this person and so many people don't count juice, don't count oil. I've counted the wine. Don't counted, count food. Uh, prosecco. Don't. Like it was all in there, mate. I'm telling mm. you, hundred percent. Mm, I don't. No, no. This is where, so. This is where it doesn't sound biologically correct. No, but this is where I think. No, we need to get into this episode because we've not really done it that much. But this is where crash diets, cardio classes have all fucked up somebody's oh, 100%, metabolism. 100%. Now, what has she done before this? She attended all the classes. Mm. She, when did she want to lose weight for the the eighteen cycles that she tried it over right. the past four or five years? She ran and done cross trainer for an hour. Mm. She done aerobic classes. She what did she else do? She cut her food. So all this constant battering, our metabolism then responding, going right. We need to be most efficient as we possibly can. So our, our maintenance calories uh-huh. then become, because it's, it's then that you've put us in this state so much yeah. that we have to be efficient as we can with uh-huh. as little calories as we uh-huh. can. And I think there's a lot of people that fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason we're bringing up that point 
It's because somebody might hear this go, oh, right, I'm going to cut... My mate is 1,000, I'm going to cut 500. Aye. And you're only eating 500 calories. What you need to see, the foresight that you need to see is wherever you end up your cut, that then is most likely your maintenance calories. And we talked about reverse dieting, and that's the next term that we come on to. So when you finish your cut, the smart strategy to hold the shape that you're in would be to slowly increase your calories while sending a good strength signal, a good muscle building signal. And that's Mm -hmm. what... That's what James was talking to there. So have you reverse dieted with many clients? I'd reverse diet with basically everyone because they all come with the same problem. I'm I'm not I'm eating this and I'm like uh, how are you feeling alright? <laughs> how are you actually alright? <laughs> like I'm like I, I eat four I eat four times the amount you do mm-hmm. and you're heavier than me. Like this is not right. I'm I, I just I actually I said they once to a couple of people, I'm like, you are heavier than me and I eat roughly four times as much as you do. Mm-hmm. I'm like you're doing something severely wrong mm. and you're making some just habitual mistakes. Aye. And, and, and I know you're not saying that, so James isn't saying that to show off a look how much it is. It's, it's, no, like, it's no, it's no. Sure something must be wrong there. Something mm-hmm. must be wrong in the makeup of what the fuck's going on? Like, what's the difference? Okay, strength training. The more muscle you have, the more your, bod- your body's going to want food. Mm-hmm. The more muscle you have on you, the more food you can metabolise, the more food you can also have. And why would you want to be adapted to a thousand calories when that is a starter? <laughs> or a dessert mm-hmm. in most places. There's no much. Want, they want to have them. You want your maintenance calories to be at your maintenance calories in the shape that you want. You can have them both at a high um, calorie state where mm. you can enjoy food mm-hmm. and you don't have that bank balance being eaten up too much. That's the way I would. I like to compare it. I like to also look at it as like your hormones need fed, mm-hmm. and you at one thousand five hundred, even for girls, your hormones aren't getting fed that much. Uh, yeah, uh, so. I, yeah, I, even I, I for uh, even for a small woman, one thousand five hundred is not a lot. But so I can I only know this more because obviously Jillian's my wife and we live together, and I've tried to push her calories as north as like eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred. When she gets that, she's like, I can't. It's too much food. So mm-hmm. using shakes and that, but she's been dialed in and and she can live on the fourteen, fifteen hundred, mm-hmm. and she's healthy. She's her skin's good, her hair's good, yeah, and she's got energy. Some people will just react differently. Now, yeah, I suspect the older as she starts to age, that that will slow down. And oh, I, think, I think there'll be, we both, we all do, as we get older, we need to refine tune. Mm-hmm. What what does that look like? So, um, so yeah, so reverse dieting, I, I like what you said, I think most people <laughs> fucking need it. Yeah. But that's, that was my point. Like, no, actually, though, actually, I, I just got you, I just got you a little bit wrong. Uh, I just don't, I, I know it is maintenance, but when you say maintenance, because the whole now, what what are they missing out through maintenance? They missed out the previous two months. They were out every weekend. Mm-hmm. And they were having a yeah, I was going to so. say, what did they do for that last month? They probably binged like a maniac. Right. But also, they binged on that one day. The second day, they don't drink anything. They maybe go to McDonald's, and then the Monday they feel bad, so they were like, "Oh, I'm not going to eat any." I've got a client exactly said that, he said that to me, um, and he was like, nah, "You know what? On Monday, I'm just I only had uh, I only had a bowl of cereal, and that's all I ate." And that, that actually does more damage to your metabolism than fucking the, the bad food, the quote-unquote bad food McDonald's and, and drinking done for you. You If you have those weekends, you had it. Move on. Mm-hmm. Go back to your maintenance calories the next day. You only, you, because you overconsumed. There's things that, I, maybe not necessarily, I wouldn't say, I would, there's only some times where I would use it as a strategy to consume less on the day that you know. So, for example. Like banking. I, ba- I, bank I, of so, calories. So, I know, like, I'm going to a birthday party later on. On course of buffet, um, and I know there's cake and things like that. Do I need my normal four eggs and four bits of bacon in the morning? 
Probably not. So I'll cut it down to two and two. Or for me, for me personally, I would just have the same food. But I understand for most people who are on that journey of trying to lose weight, they de- they probably should bank. I, I teach everybody to bank. Look, you're going the night out for the previous five days. Have one thousand five hundred to two hundred less calories because that's not that much. Aye, that or get a wee bit of extra steps in. Um, mm. Get the movement in the day. Exactly. Plan your workout on that day. Or exactly. The day after, whatever it is. Do so. do do a couple of extra steps before you go or eat eat. Eat a little, like 150 to 200, not, no more than that. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just sacrificing performance, hormone levels, etc. Aye. So, we spoke about maintenance calories, reverse dieting. So, when it comes to, as we said, we uh, we touched on cutting there. And so, mm-hmm. that's essentially cutting. When you're cutting weight, you're trying to lean out, you're trying to lose weight. To make that decision, if you're getting your maintenance calories and you can see that you can drop 500 calories off that, and the goal here is, can you live on those calories for the rest of your life? And if the answer is no, then unfortunately you need to go the other way first and it's so, going to be a longer process. So we spoke about the reverse dieting. What I've, what I've worked out is what I like to do with people is find their maintenance, as we spoke about, is really low. I like to reverse diet them, 200 per week. I like to get them to weigh themselves every week. Right? Once they get to a stage where it goes up one week, I go, right, let's stick to the calories. So say we get to 2,200 and I say stick to them for a good few weeks. Let your body adapt. Let your body adapt. Once you see no change, that is your definite maintenance. Aye. So if anybody listening, that's exactly what you should do. Then you cut. So if you understand your exact maintenance, 500 calories per day for seven days, it's 3,500 calories. Mm-hmm. 3,500 calories in a caloric deficit is one pound of body fat lost. But that means you need to eat 3,500 over the full seven days. Aye. So if you miss a day, then you're a day behind. But that's all right because we're fucking human beings. Aye. And, that, and that's the thing as well. So it, even though studies will point to like a pound, some people will lose two, some people lose one. Over the course of time, it'll look like a stock chart. You'll go down, you might plateau. Sometimes you even might go up just because stress levels are high that day. You had a shitty night's sleep. Stress is a big... Fucking, more water, you didn't take a piss before you stepped in the scales. You mm-hmm. maybe needed a wee job, you need to make yep. <laughs> That's all how it goes. The, oh, no, all these things, but people go, oh my God, I'm two pounds heavier. This diet's well, not working for me. Put, put, me put it this way, for people who don't, eat at set in a certain schedule you will need shits at completely different times it's gonna be random i wake up and i do a shit at the same time every day because i eat breakfast lunch dinner and brunch at the same time every single day but if you're just eating willy-nilly you're gonna need shits and pisses way here there and everywhere random random that so um, <laughs> <laughs> how does that happen uh, but I, I. So the 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 point on cutting then i think that's good information so what about bulking then have you had any clients we've had to build no yet I'll be honest. So I've, I've got a few. I've Myself has a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about yourself then. Where have you came from? Have you So when you've done your maintenance before, what did you work out you were at? Uh, see, to be honest, I just, last year, I started eating 2,400. Then I went up to 2,600. Then I went up to 2,800. Mm. By the time I knew it, I was at 4,000. And I just kind of stuck there for a bit because it was a lot of food. It was a lot of money, more than anything. I was spending a lot of money on good food. And I was feeling fucking great, but it's just like, I can't really afford to eat too much more than this. And I actually couldn't physically put it in me. Do you know what I mean? This is the stage where, so bulking, why would anybody want to bulk, first of all? This is where you can add some lean muscle and shape to your body. Um, This is the phase that really everybody should really go through. With bulking, like you said there, um... The goal is usually to increase calories, isn't it? Mm. But you can get to a stage where 
you can't eat that much food and you feel at a loss because mm-hmm. like you, you don't want to be forcing food down this is where like this is where you see the bodybuilders like they take it to a, an extreme level of like fucking fair play mate I don't know how you're getting that much well, food it's yeah, so hard see growing up it was like oh how much calories you had today oh I've had fucking 4,500 calories <laughs> oh you're a beast oh, uh, you're a fucking animal <laughs> but like for the average person um, there's one thing that you can do that James unfortunately I guess he can't you get to a stage where you can't consume that much calories um, or you're at a stage where you're having 2,700, 2,800 and you're like, this is way too much food. I can't eat anymore. And, and say you've tried the shakes, you've tried all those other things to, to get more calories in a meal, if that makes sense. You can then take the decision not to go to the gym less, but move less. Mm-hmm. So you're doing three spin classes, which is extra activity, but mm-hmm. you can create an extra 200 so calorie see, see, surplus. See, see at the moment, no, I'm doing less calories than that. No, less classes than that. I've been in the previous months. You can see a wee bit. I'm seeing myself chunk out. Chunk out, <laughs> aye. I'm, I'm seeing a wee bit of blodge in the belly, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, there's not much. But I think oh, I was going to say something about uh, bulking there. If you're over twenty percent body fat for a guy, if you're over twenty five percent body fat as a woman, you don't need bulk. No, no, I don't because your calories. See, you're maintaining calories. You still build lean muscle. Right, you, 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 you have maintenance, and then the extra energy that you would need from food, you would get from your extra body fat. Aye, and I think this speaks to people that are already working out. They're already got a routine. They're already strength training. It's like how do I, like I, I've got a mate just now. He's lean as anything, and he's fucking shredded to the bone. And he's like, I just can't gain any weight. And I'm like. Eat more. Having, he's like, I have a Chinese every night, and, or uh, he's like, no, I have a Chinese every week, and I'm like, oh, you have a Chinese, but then you don't eat the next day, and then you're having like fruits and salad. And and Chinese like, is honestly not that much, no much calories. I, I mean, I, I, it's, it, it can be, but I think generally it's not as much as people think. Aye, but it also doesn't mean have them all the time. <laughs> that was not my point in that. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. That was not my point in that. But well, says I can have a Chinese. the problem that comes with having Chinese is having more. It's, it's it's high in monosodium glutamate, which is addicting. Aye. So you want more salt, you want more sugar. Not I mean who? There's so many people go. I want a, I want juice for my Chinese. I don't get that. I don't get it. No, I don't. I don't, I don't understand it either. But that's because it's tasty, Aye. super tasty. So once you eat that kind of food, you want it to be tasty. Aye. So it might not be too much calories, but you'll eat more calories after it. I know it's the it's the psychological part of the mm-hmm. gateways that's opened. It, it does. It is to, to, to more. To and more. this is one other point on the bulking before we we close this episode is bulking doesn't mean just eat what you want. You still like people always come to me and say, "Nah, I can't gain any weight," and I'm like, "Are you tracking your food?" No, but I'm eating on us. It's like, well, I can tell you right now, eh, like seven years of trying to like really focus on my nutrition i've been working out longer than that but seven years i can hand on heart say i've but no i'm 29 fuck's sake nine years since my 20s i've really tried to push the nutrition and i've tracked it and i can tell you i'm eating maybe 3500 just now but i'll i could be off i will be off in fact i know for Aye, a fact I'll be off. and that's with me with that experience mm-hmm. and most of these most of you guys won't have this experience if you're trying to gain weight and add muscle Find out your maintenance and track track where you are at, mm-hmm. and then increase it by five hundred, and you'll see you will see the scales go up. It can it can be just as hard gaining weight than it is losing weight. Hundred percent. Is as you might go, wow, no, what oh. a shit problem I have. But <coughs> it is just as we were speaking hard. about that earlier. So we, he was like, Dave was like, 
because I'm like, I'm eating so much at the moment. He's like, is that your stress? I'm like, no, when I'm stressed, I, I don't, don't eat. eat. So there's people who out there, see when they're stressed, they don't eat. That's people who lose weight. People are like, oh, that's great. No, because they lose everything they've gained. Aye, and then they find it hard to gain. And then you get people who, when they're stressed, they eat. Aye. And it's just the, the opposite end of the spectrum. You don't, be any of them. you don't want to be in them. You don't want to be stressed is the main problem. You don't want to be stressed. If you are, that's another thing. If you're in a calorie deficit and you feel, if you're cutting and you're stressed, then it's not the time, right time to cut. That's one thing, more thing I'll say about cutting. If you're extremely stressed and your life is all over the place, don't cut. And, I, and what will kibosh this whole fucking thing is if you're not sleeping, if you don't have good quality sleep, you will not lose weight. Mm-hmm. As you said, that's all to do with your stress factors. And stress is a is a sensitive hormone in your body that will hold weight. Hold it weight, hundred percent. That's what it does. System from kicking in its insulin response and and reducing that fat contents in your body, and it just won't. It I, won't I had a client, and I was like, "You didn't lose weight for a bit," and I'm like, "I don't know what's going on." And I, I just said to because I heard something about sleep, and I was like, "Okay, what time have you got your bed at?" It's not even a question you think to ask something. He's at oh, about one o'clock. I'm like, mate, you started fucking six in the morning. No, you got up at six in the morning, you say. I'm like, that's five hours sleep. I'm like, like that, that, I was like, there's your problem. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's why you're no training as well. That's why you're no losing his weight. That's why you're no enjoying your food. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why everything is just because you are no sleeping as much. I said, just go to bed earlier. Aye. I think we do an episode on sleep because even your cravings the next day have had oh. shit. Like, I can feel it. What was it? I can't remember. It was a time last week and I had like four hours sleep or something because I kept waking up. My shoulder was killing me. And then I came in. I was like, fucking just craving. No, again, right? Again. So, see the day I had a good sleep last night and I'm eating tons of chocolate. <laughs> see if I had a shit sleep. I don't eat. I don't eat the same. I don't want breakfast. I don't want my brunch. It's so fucking strange how it's so fucking strange. <laughs> it's my brunch. It's my brunch. <laughs> pump his arse <laughs> But that that is where so if MD's listening and they're like me and they don't eat when they're stressed, sleep will have that same profound effect. So if Dale doesn't sleep very well, he'll eat more. And if I don't sleep, I won't want to eat. And it's so fucking strange. So there you have it. Hopefully we have given you more information on whether you should bulk, whether you should cut, what the fuck is it? And if there's anything you take away that you haven't maybe thought about in this episode, it's definitely maintenance. Definitely Mm -hmm. something. If you're on that health and fitness kick, maybe even be working with a coach just now, learn to understand that. And take your time to learn it. Yeah, you You don't need to go into a cut or a bulk. No. As quickly as people do. I'd done a cut in a bulk with a coach and I didn't understand any of this. I just let him take the free rein. And what did that do? I didn't understand anything. And then a couple of years down the line, I had to fucking work it out to then take anyway, myself doing it. So you have to do it anyway. I just pissed through that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I get shredded. And then I added lean muscle, but I didn't get to where I wanted to get to. Mm. Um, but it's something everybody certainly should should do to bulletproof your mindset and body. <laughs> okay, so thanks as always for listening, guys. You know where to find us on Instagram. Bulletproof Mindset UK. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Got it right that time. And if you want to find me, it's Roger Fit, R A W. J-I-M-F-I-T Try to cut me off there <laughs> Sorry uh, You might need to spell mine But I'm not going to Because I'm dyslexic uh, At Coach Crosser on Instagram <laughs> I can, Honestly I, I panicked Even though we've got the cameras on I'm like uh, C-R-O-O No it's the two O's No but thanks for tuning in guys We will see you next time Have a nice one